Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats, Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello, and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. As you can see, I have a a guest today. We're just going to call her Miss Paula C., okay, because I, I tend to mess up her last name. Uh, but as you can see, it's at the bottom scrolling. So we're going to welcome Paula C. in a couple minutes. Um, I just want to, just just a real quick, a um, couple of things before I get started, but we're going to spend the bulk of the time with, with Miss Policy because she has a lot to talk about. But first, I want to thank her for coming back on the show because several weeks ago we had um, some technical difficulties and we're praying that we don't have those same difficulties today. But um, but yeah, so I want to thank her for, you know, being a good sport about it and being professional. And she just said, you know what, let's do it again. You know, and then that's why she's on here. She's, and she's still smiling. So that's a good thing. So but I want to thank Miss Policy for for allowing um, me to have her back on the show again. But today is show number 159. Uh, who would have thought that I would get to show number one? Now I'm at 159 shows. I mean, that that's great. So uh, I'm happy about that. Uh, we're all about being a marketing, a marketing disruptor of the status quo, which means basically uh, I, I'm going against the grain of what I normally would do, right? Uh, meaning having a show is, is being a marketing disruptor, meaning it's something that you've never done before, something that's out of your comfort zone. And I think we all have, have done some things that, you know, outside of our zone, but you know you needed to do it in order to, to elevate your brand. And Paula can probably attest to that too because she's started her own podcast and, and you know, I'm sure she wasn't, you know, comfortable with doing it at first either, but then it just kind of, grown into something else it just grew into something that we didn't think you know was even possible but it all starts with that one time right to get used to it and and that's what I did and that's what policy did as well but we're all about connecting people in collaboration and today is you know this is today is about a collaboration as well with with Paula so uh Tuesday May 17th we are live on YouTube but remember after the show's over it also goes on to LinkedIn as well and uh, and my other platforms too so Facebook Twitter all those things and we're all about interactive okay we want a show that's interactive we want people to come on and say hello at the very minimum you're going to get a shout out uh you can say ask Paula questions. You can say, Hey to Paula, like miss Evelyn Lima. Hello. How are you? I thank you so much for joining, um, the show on air with Russell of hotels. I'm sure you're here because policies here and that's fine. It doesn't matter to me. I just want people to be here. Right. So, but no, thank you so much. Uh, Evelyn, I do appreciate you joining in. Um, let's see what else, what else, 
Uh, one other thing, um, I'm always talking about be intentional. Be intentional. You choose to make decisions and take action on what's important to you or being clear up front about what you want to achieve. Okay, so my job here is to to show people that people that look like me can do these shows, right? You know, no matter who you are, no matter what you stand for um, or what you look like, I mean, you can do these shows. You can come on and and uh, have a show like this. You can have a career in hospitality or whatever you want to do. So don't be limited by, you know, things that are, you, you think you can't do, right? So one reason why I'm doing this show is because I want people to see I want to represent, you know, uh, African-Americans like myself. They can, you know, they can do whatever they want to do. So that's one thing. Number two, be you or be me. I mean, I don't come here, you know, trying to be too serious because that's not how I am in life. So why would I want to come on the show and 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 try to be so serious? Oh, my God, this is I would never do that. No, 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 no. I'm a laugh. We're going to have a good time. So that's being me. So make sure you be they say be your authentic self. I'm being my authentic self. So there you go. And be represented because representation matters. Your representation matters. So like I said, if this is something you want to do, if you want to do a podcast or whatever, do music or whatever the heck you want to do, just go out and do it and just just make it happen. Never let anybody tell you or discourage you from doing what you think you want to do. So boom, there you go. So um, I'm going to introduce Miss Policy and then you can unmute yourself, Paula, after that, and then we'll jump right into it. Policy. Now, like I said, I'm calling her Policy because I, I'm not good at pronouncing her last name. Okay, so that's why I call her Policy. And she's okay with it. I asked her if it was okay, and she said she was okay with it. In fact, she, she thinks she's kind of cool now because I call her Policy. So, <laughs> Policy is a hospitality leader who currently works as a content coordinator at Ask Ask Suite. Paula has been an important voice for the hotel industry for the last 10 years, writing and talking about hospitality and technology in blog posts and at webinars. Her podcast, Hotel Cast, was named number two hospitality podcast by International Hospitality Institute. Very good. I didn't know that. Paula has a flair for public speaking and has been invited to international podcasts and events to talk about hospitality, career, and content making, uh, content marketing, excuse me. She was named global top 25 social media influencers, uh, hospitality 2021 and global top 20 hospitality executives to watch in 2022. Paula is a frank and authentic advocate for the industry. And you can always count on her contagious laughter to make noteworthy conversations even more engaging. Now, with that all said, I want to welcome Miss Paula C to the microphone and on air with Russell of Hotels. Thank you so much. I feel so so like a superstar. You know, you have the sound effect. You have Paula C, which is like. I already adopted as my artistical name. There you go. There you go. That's your stage name. Love it, Russell. (laughs) Yes, stage name. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for having me back here. Uh, It's a pleasure talking to you. Always is. And just let me, before I forget, just let me say hello to Evelyn, who is, Evelyn and Leandro both are here and saying hello to us. 
and they worked with me at uh, at Actsweet. So thank you so much for my team support. And hello from Debbie, since I'm already in this subject. So hello, Debbie. From Pasadena. Yes, Debbie Vale. Thank you so much for for joining Debbie Vale. Now, Debbie Vale is a sales manager at Visit Pasadena, which is a a convention and visitors bureau in Southern California. Uh, People may know the Pasadena as the uh, Rose Parade and the Rose Bowl football game every year, January 1. Um, But it's more than that. It's more than it's a destination. It's a great destination. Uh, They have a great they have museums. They have a lot of things to do. I, I love old Pasadena. So not, you know, I'm just I'm just giving a plug for Pasadena and Debbie because I saw Debbie several weeks ago. Uh, it was a, several weeks ago. Maybe it was last week or two weeks ago, I guess now uh, at a show that we did. So, uh, Debbie, thank you so much for joining. I do appreciate appreciate you as well as Leandro. Is that Moss? Moss? Uh, he yes, says hello. Moss. Moss? I said it right. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, then, perfectly correct. Oh, very good, very good. And Debbie, yes, you're more than welcome for the shout-out. And then hello, Dylan. Uh, hello, Russell, Debbie, and ask the Ask Sweet team. Yes, Dylan is a general manager at the Fairfield Inn in Eugene, Oregon, which is right down the street from University of Oregon. So if you're doing uh, tours of Oregon, your kids, you're taking your kids and all that stuff, make sure you stop in and we'll stay with Dylan and just tell him the Russell of Hotels sent you. and he, He'll give you that Russell of Hotels rate. I'm sure he will. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, let's get into it with uh and and like I say, if you had, guys have questions, we do um uh we do uh welcome the the conversation or the um interaction from people in the audience from Evelyn, from Debbie, and from everyone else, um uh Dylan as well. So we're gonna get into it with um with Miss Paula C and we're gonna talk about you know, ass sweet. What is ass sweet? And what is a chat bot? What is that? What is a chat bot? Let's talk with the, the chat bot. It's easier than to, to explain ass sweet itself. Uh, well, chat bot is the little bot that you usually see on websites, you know, that you ask questions and, and then they answer you, hopefully. And yeah, and our chat bot in our case is designed. Uh, for the hospitality industry, specifically for hotels, resorts, and inns. So it is it is in, uh, powered with artificial intelligence as well and can understand natural language. So, okay, I don't want to be too technical here because it's going to be maybe boring, but that means that uh, it understands if you write a question, not only if you, you know, just click in the box there, and it and it the more you use it, the more it it the more intelligent it gets. But it's already start with an intelligence it, itself that it acquired from all the previous experience with other hotels. So it's not that you're if you, for example, hire us, it was start from zero. No, it's the same intelligence from all hotels. So that's one thing. And you know, chatbots have advanced so much uh, through this year, last past years. And now it can it also integrated with booking engines but with other softwares. And one of the most important ones for hotels usually are booking engines, which means the traveler that is, you know, checking and asking questions like, oh, what time is the check-in? What time is the check-out? And then, okay, I want to stay there. So I want to book it. With, instead of having to go to a tab or whatever it is on the website, uh, you can continue on the chat and then check availability and prices. 
And just to finish this, <laughs> this topic, uh, it, it works uh, not only with websites, it works also on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, uh, Google Message as well, and WhatsApp. So yeah, and then Ask Suite started with just the chatbot a few years ago, and now we develop uh, now, well, yeah, we develop a, a platform. So it's the omnichannel platform for communication, which means the Brussels, if you start talking to my hotel who has our chatbot on a, on the web website there, and you start talking there, and then, I don't know, the next day you start talking on Instagram, you know, because you were in Instagram, I think well, it's easier, you just message there. We have a platform that unifies all these channels in one, so that provides a higher quality of uh, customer service and improves uh, conversion rates and so on, so on, so on. So it's it's a omni-channel experience. It's, uh, I think you probably have heard about it. Many people might have hear about it too. It's very popular and I think it's the way of communication because it is so annoying that you have to repeat yourself, right? I hate it when I go to support or whatever it is. So yeah, so now, so we start with the chatbot itself and now we are integrated uh, channels. So it is a platform. It's more, uh, yeah, more robust. How do you say that? Uh, mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's to make it hotelier's life easier and experience itself better for travelers as well. And of course, telling you at the end of the day, you're going to sell more if you provide a better experience that I think we all know. So, yeah, I think in a nutshell would be that if you, if it was clear enough for you. No, no, that, that makes sense. Now, okay, so do do hotels use it for like you know how they have what's it called FAQs like frequently asked questions? Is that normally what you would use a chat yeah. box for? Yeah, well, you do you do have like chat bots that are also in stay and you know communicate with front desk or stuff like that our chatbot it is for more focused on pre-stay so it's more like uh like you said like frequent asked questions and also to convert more direct bookings so that's why you have all these uh integrations with booking engines or online reputation systems as well so again you so you're checking out my hotel and i have the chatbot and i you put there the date that you were you know interested uh, the chatbot, if uh, can it, if it's integrated with the online reputation system that you have, uh, that the hotel have, then gonna show first the review, like a good review, and then show you the price. So you know we have all these triggers and stuff to make conversions uh, even higher for online online bookings, direct bookings. Okay. So yeah. Okay. You have demos for that? I need a I need a demo so I can see that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have my stuff because I'm not. Sale, not right now. Say. I'm saying not right now. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you. Won't. You know, this is live show. Everything can happen, right? <laughs> no, I don't mean right now. I just mean sometime in the future. In that way. Yeah. Because I, I think I understand. Um, you know, being a you know, former hotel person, but but technology is just. You know, technology goes so fast, right? So. Uh, I may be behind the eight ball. I may be, you know, I may be missing out. So I just, I just like to have 
you know, that just so I know, just in case a conversation comes up with someone else and they're talking about, you know, chat box and things like that. So, um, uh, what did you say? Mario, can you hook me up? I'm just looking at the comments. Uh, uh, Lonnie Wolf is in the house. Hey, Lonnie Wolf, how are you? Thank you so much. Dylan said, Marillo, Mario can hook you up, Russell. I'm not sure who Mario is, but uh, Paula Marillo recently. Works for ice cream. So that's why he's talking. I think I think he's saying that he can show you the. Oh, okay, okay, the- okay. Very good. Uh, and then Lonnie says Paula recently presented the platform to include being a moderator at the Travel Tech Travel Tech USA Canada three day event for reference. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, have a good. <laughs> Thanks, Lonnie. That's right, Lonnie. Lonnie, see that we got people that add to the to, to the to the show, and I and I yeah. appreciate that. So, okay, now yeah. before you got to um, ask Sweet, what did Paula do before yeah. that? What what is your hospitality experience? What led you to this? Okay, uh, just trying to. Uh, be focus, trying to focus here on the hospitality experience because I am I have a bachelor's degree in psychology so well I've I've, I've been I, I've done some different um, jobs you know outside the hospitality industry but anyway I graduated I moved to Sweden stayed there for five years and then came back and I decided that I want to start over not start over because I don't think you never start from zero. Uh, when you talk about career, you always, you know, the previous experience, even if you change your path, I think goes with you and it's, it's very, it's, it shouldn't take, you, you shouldn't discard it. You shouldn't say that it, you're starting from zero. Anyway, so I was about 30 years old back then. So I was, uh, lost, like, I don't know, 30 years old crisis. I don't know how to explain. I just knew that I didn't want to continue being a psychologist, at least clinical and stuff. Anyway, I was at the party. I live in, oh, well, I don't live in Rio de Janeiro right now, but I uh, I am from Rio de Janeiro. Mm-hmm. So shocking I was at the party, especially <laughs> New Year's. So, yeah, and I was there, and then I met a friend that an old friend of mine, like I haven't seen her in years. And then she said, oh, what you're doing? I said, I don't know, I'm not much. I'm lost. I don't know what to do. And she said, oh, you know what? I have a friend who owns a hostel here in Rio. And she needs someone uh, to work in front of that uh, because it was hard to find someone that speaks English. And I was thinking, I thought to myself, why not? You were talking before, uh, you know, doing the first step or like making the first step. And that was, I, I could have said no, because it, it is a bit scary. I didn't know anything, like nothing zero about hotel industry. And so it was scary, you know, because I was like, okay, I don't know what a check-in Checkout actually is. I just not say hello, you know, and goodbye. But it's and oh, I want to try it. I'm always like this. Uh, people that know me, I prefer to go for it and fail than to just you know wonder what if. I hate what if. I really I really don't like them. So anyway, I start working at front desk in a hostel at a hostel. So that's how it started, kind of by accident if you if you want to put it that way. But yeah, like many of us, I fell in love with the industry. So I stay working at, at hotels for about seven years. And I came, I started as a front desk, as I said, and, way, and went all the way up to like general manager for a, a small win first and then a boutique hotel. 
and then came also another crisis. <laughs> I have a few of them. And, uh, and I said, oh, I'm tired of, the, I love the industry, but I was so tired. I couldn't, man I couldn't balance. I, I failed to balance my pro the professional life with the personal life. And I felt like I didn't have a personal life, actually. Mm -hmm. So it was like, yeah, it was not working for me, at least. So then again, I said, okay, let's, let's find something new. And then I, then I found out about content marketing. And I thought it was, whoa, I think I can, I can do good here. I think, uh, I think it fits me. And then I found S3. And then it was a perfect match in my head because they were, they, I would still be inside of the industry. So I would still use my knowledge, but I would not be, you know, as a hotelier, then I would be like helping hoteliers through content marketing. So that's it. So I started working at that suite for about four years now. And I started actually in sales, which is totally not my thing. And again, I just had, that was the, the only uh, job opportunity they had back then. They didn't have anything in marketing and I want to start working with them. So once again, I said, okay, I was honest. I said, I don't know anything about sales. Not sure if I'm going to do good here, but I want to try because I want, I believe in your company. I believe in your product and I believe I can be good in marketing if the chance, you know, if you, if, if it, the chance appears. And so after almost eight years, then I finally was transferred to marketing. And here I am now in front of Russell of hotels. Yeah. So wow. that's crazy. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a great, that's a great story. See, everyone within this hospitality space has a story, right? No one came the same way. So I'm always interested to know exactly how people got into where they are now. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, okay. Now you mentioned content marketing. Now, did you have content marketing ex experience before you got to ask we? No. <laughs> uh, when I decided to, to change from the hotel industry and I started looking like, okay, what I can do and what I want to do. Uh, I, I say that I, I found out about content marketing cause, uh, I'm not that young. I well, I can tell my age. I'm 41 years old. You so are anyway, young. In my, when I was, yeah, when I, when I, not like, they have a song. I know you like songs, Russell, and it's like, old, but I'm not that old, young, but I'm not that old. Something like that. It's me. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so uh, when I was at college, I didn't have like content marketing. Digital marketing didn't even exist. I mean, we hardly have had cell phones. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I found out about content marketing, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is something that I can use my, you know, my experience." And uh, yeah, I fell in love with 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 that. So when I start with that suite, uh, um, how you say that on the side? I started doing freelancing. Yeah, you did that? it. Yeah, you did it on the side. You yeah, it was a side hustle. You had a side hustle. Side hustle. Okay, so side hustle as a freelancer. Oh, don't, 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 don't be mean with me because then you're going to say something that is. No, it's a side, it's called a side hustle. I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be funny. It's a side okay, hustle. people uh, that are watching us now, if he's making fun of me, please let me know. What please, someone, uh, Lonnie. <laughs> Uh, Juliana, uh, Riche, uh, Robbie M, somebody, Dylan, say that a side, this is, she's speaking of a side hustle. Am I correct? Just so you can see that <laughs> okay, I'm not trying to be funny. Right. 
you are fun even though even when you don't try wrestle so that's why i like it one of the reasons why i like you so anyway oh, i start doing the playing thing okay and i study uh as much as i could you know uh even though i didn't I was not graduated in marketing uh today you can find most things or everything on the internet and mm -hmm. that really can be really powerful if you use it well i think so yeah youtube course uh, youtube videos uh, online courses all that so when they transferred me i can say that i have <laughs> i think i have written like four text articles <laughs> was my big experience that i had in portuguese and then i just like started in marketing at a suite uh, writing in English, which is another challenge because international content is very different, you know, because it's not only about the right words, it's all a lot about culture and references, like, you know, maybe it's a joke that you you make because in the United States it's so popular for me, it would be yes. like, what? Yes. So in content, it's like that, it's about connection. So, anyway, so. I, I don't remember. I, th I think I, I answered your question, but... No, you did. You <laughs> did. <laughs> you did. No, um, no, that, that's good. Now, how? Let me just ask this. Um, and this is ha this is a social media question. I mean, I, I bounce around on these interviews, so I don't. It's not just one theme for me. It just goes from one question to the next. One may not have anything to do with the last question, but this one um, has to do with social media. How is social media enhanced what you do with Asweet? Uh, or which or what it does for your um your podcast either one yeah well I, I, yeah yeah no it it have a key role i mean we do we did we did started focusing a little bit more on blog content and uh more how can i say that more uh dense do you say that like like ebooks and stuff like that mm -hmm. that's what we always started but to reach a wider audience, uh, you need to, to also focus on social media. That I think no one questions that nowadays, I think. And But the thing is with social media, especially if you are, and I think it goes for a lot of hostels out there, maybe my hoteliers are listening to us or something. Uh, if you have a small size team, which is basically most of us, <laughs> uh, you need to understand where your audience is so you can... Um, so you can do a great job, you know, with the effort that you're optimizing, the effort that you you're putting uh, with the results. So, uh, so we have to understand how we would reach more. We want we are very niche. Uh, so it is about hoteliers, you know, that that's our audience. That you have to have this goal. I think number one, like to, to who you who you wanna. Uh, connect or you know who you want to 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 uh, to follow you or whatever it is mm -hmm. so we had this and okay we are hoteliers and the more uh, the more precise you are with who you want to uh to connect the better your message will be so anyway, um, in hotels in general, I don't know if I can say like all around the world, but at least uh, from my experience, uh, we we are B2B business and LinkedIn is one of the most powerful ones so for B2B business. So yeah, it has a key role for, for our results, uh, the podcast or even like brand awareness, uh, even more for in our case, with our niche 
and you know uh, who we want to 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 connect it's even more than i don't know facebook for us mm -hmm. so i think that's one thing i think you have to understand who you want to to talk to let's say and where they are uh, and how they like to also to what kind of content they they are interested in what kind of format they because you know you you also work with content it's the whole world of possibilities so the more you do the more you learn and linkedin i think it's a very powerful platform for connections per mm. se i think it have this professional vibe yes. which you know that can be discussed in another podcast you know <laughs> the different opinions on that but I, I, for me my personal brand and for a tweet works very well at least so i i can say that it helped me and athletes to to get where we are right now and you know get in touch with people like yourself and all the other great people that already have in our podcast you have also you you, you were our guest and uh, yeah it was it all started on linkedin on social media yes 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 yeah, yeah. And, that, and people i don't know why it is but people tend to sleep on you know, like on LinkedIn or the other social media platforms. And when I say sleep on it, I mean, uh, hoteliers tend to sleep on the power of those social media platforms, you know, and how to meet people, how to interact, how to network, how to get your brand out there. Like obviously you're doing because you're doing a great job and you're, um, the number two podcast uh, internationally. I mean, I'm like number That's 29. Crazy. I'm like number 29 out of 30. You know what I mean? So. No. No. <laughs> let's, let's recount this. this is not right. This is not right. <laughs> but no, LinkedIn. I mean, that's my, I mean, and yeah, we can have another show about, you know, going back and forth on if, is LinkedIn, um, is it more for professional or whatever? And I think it is, although I think people are putting more, they're starting to put some more personal stuff on there that, that, that I see. Yes. And um, yeah, I, I do see that. And I'm kind of, I, I got to say, I'm kind of guilty of that myself sometimes, uh, but it depends well, on what too, it is. But when, yeah, exactly. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, when I say more professional vibes, because it started like, at least here in Brazil, it was, Oh, uh, you go to first. It would only be on LinkedIn if you were looking for jobs. Mm -hmm. That was it. Like you were, you know. So that's how it started. But I'm. I think if you go to my LinkedIn, uh, it does have some more. Uh, how can I say that? Professional. Mm -hmm. uh, you know. But usually it's like our backstage of the podcast because this is like you said at the beginning. This is me. Yes. I, I like to, to to make fun. You know. To yes. Have fun. I make fun. To have fun and and you know have a good time. So when I say it's more professional, I don't mean that it should be boring. And I don't think being professional doesn't mean that you are robot. Okay, I'm I'm the one talking. I'm the chatbot girl. But yeah, you know. So. You are absolutely right. Yeah. I, I think you hit it right there because people think because we're doing business that you can't be yourself. You know what I mean? You can't be. You can't joke. You can't have fun. Uh, I mean, I, I, and I understand there's a fine line between LinkedIn and Facebook. Okay. Facebook is some totally different stuff, a totally different vibe, but I think that business people are real people, but they need to show that they do have a personality and they're not afraid to be themselves. So anything that you see that I do, although this show is not about me, it's about you, but anything that I do is it's, it's about how I am. Just like you just mentioned, 
you know, you like you like to joke around. I mean, I've seen this on other platforms and and I've seen it. So, of course, that's what we want to see on LinkedIn, because people now see, OK, I can be personal with her um, or personal bow, not personal, but personal bow. And she's a real person. And now I'm more likely to do business with her because you know, she, she, she's fun. She laughs and that's what we want. Right. And that's, that's what social media should be. It should be, you know, someone, when they say be your authentic self, well, that's what they're talking about. If you're normally jovial and you like to laugh and have a good time, we'll continue that because I think that's going to go further than you just being, Oh, well, well, that's not how it should be. Yeah. But the other way, way around is also true because some people, they're just more serious. You know, there are different types of people. There are different even types of content. So you shouldn't, yeah, you shouldn't try to fit in a box for sure. Just do something that makes you comfortable exactly. and authentic, like you're saying. So, yeah. Exactly. And let me just get to a couple of comments. Lonnie <laughs> says... Lonnie says, okay, well, let me start with Dylan. Dylan says, Russell has your best interest at heart. This is when I was saying I was, <laughs> see, I, you know, I'm not, yeah. I wasn't joking around with you. I was telling you the truth. And then Lonnie says, LinkedIn strong. Yes. Debbie Vale says 100% too much Facebook-like stuff on there. So Debbie's saying there's too much Facebook stuff on LinkedIn. And it could be, you know, depends on who it is. But like I said, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with having fun as long as you dial it back and understand what the message is that you're still trying to get out and who you're trying to reach. And Lonnie also says a lot of dinosaurs in business, Russell, that's still, that still don't get it. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. And then uh, Dylan says, Lonnie said it. We get to know Paula and see she's the real deal. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, Paula laughs. And you never know. Like I said, you don't know who's going to be watching this later on if they're on the show now or or later on. And they may say, oh, that Paula, you know, she reached out to me before, but, you know, she was too serious. I didn't have time for her. But now they see that Paula's a real person and Paula's on air with Russell Hotels. So, hey, you know. I'm going to give her a call back. I'm going to, I'll ask more questions about this, uh, ass sweet stuff. So, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. And thank you so much for everybody for the support. I mean, uh, Dylan, it's one that, uh, it's been following my work and I feel honored that, that he, yes. I think it's crazy that has one that follows my work. <laughs> but anyway, uh, anyway, uh, but thank you so much, Dylan and Lonnie and everybody else that is on the chat. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it does because it is scary, isn't it? I mean, even if you have, uh, even if you believe in yourself, which I think we both do, uh, in some level, it is a bit scary to put yourself out there. You know, I did one, and you were talking about the other platforms, and I do have an Instagram account, like my account, not as sweet account. Mm-hmm. And I did one that was about failing, like a post and stuff like that. Uh, I made a post about failing. Yes, <laughs> yes. The yeah. Uh, anyway, so it, and it's scary because that's one of the concept. You know, it, it, when when you are when you are in a platform, whatever it is, you are you are exposing yourself in a way. That's true. And I think you, you you that's why maybe some people don't feel comfortable and like again, you don't need to you don't need to fit in a box. So if you're not you don't want to do the the dances. Uh, whatever the TikTok dances, don't do it. You know, find your own thing exactly, and, and go for it. 
You're right. You're absolutely you're absolutely right. You hit it right there. But I thought that was good that you did that uh, that live on 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 Instagram. Like, you know, really, I really was like bubble because like I was, you know, you spent, you know, you know, you're a content uh, creator as well. Sometimes you're like, uh, I have some things that are difficult for me. I, I'm, I think I'm quite okay with words and text, text, text and articles, stuff like that. When it comes to like Instagram, I use a lot for to learn, you know, because yes. I'm, I'm in marketing, even though I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I may be focused on something else. I think it's important. So like trying to do this reels or trying to do like two hours, like I'm seriously, my niece, my, my nephew that have, I don't know, is much younger than me can do it in 30 minutes. And I say like five hours and, you know, <laughs> and think about the, the caption and then like one like, one is, no, two likes, one is mine and one is my friend. It's like, what? <laughs> like seriously? <laughs> no, really. <laughs> I just really think that this is a good content, you know, because, you know, I really try to, you know, to, to, to be something that it has value. Yes. You know, we talk a lot yes. about this. Yes. And it was like, no, no, Paula, no. Yes, yes. <laughs> so then I think, then I think, you see, it's, it's, I, that's me, Paula. I like to, to, to hear about failures as well, you know, because we do tend, I tend to be, to criticize myself a lot, because mm-hmm. I think I should be in another level, in another level, like, yeah, because you always see success. That's all you see. So that's why I tried to do that pose, like, trying, but I felt really scared. Like, it was like, Okay, that could be really bad. It can be even worse than what you know, like something that was already flopped. It was not good, and then I'm gonna do something about the flop that is also like this is insane. But I tried. I don't know. I tried. Yeah, and, that, and that's what it's all about. You you mentioned trying, and that's it. Because a lot of people don't even do that. A lot of people won't even do that. You tried. It failed, according to you. But and then you wanted to talk about it. You took it a step further. Why did I fail? Is anyone else failing at this? So that really puts yourself out there, right? And that's what you have to do sometimes. You have to put yourself out there, and then people chime in and say, "Hey, try this next time." Or it's happened to me before because the same thing that happened to you happened to me. I mean, it, it happens even today. I'll post things and don't get as much engagement as I think it should, and I'm like. Well, should I delete it? Should I do this? No, I just don't delete it. I just keep it going. And guess what? Because there's going to be another post. I'm going to do another post and I'm going to get more engagement from that. Right. So sometimes you have to use that same post, maybe use a different picture. Like if it's a message, say you're putting a message out there. Maybe it was the picture. Maybe it was the music. You know what I mean? Because if you're doing a real um, if it's trending music, you know, it's going to do better. If it's non-trending me, I got away from that. I just said, I'm just going to put music that I think that will resonate with that particular video. Okay. So I try to put music with the video. Like say if I, I think I did something the other day and I can't remember. Oh, I haven't posted this yet. It had to do with, and I think <laughs> I mentioned this before, uh, before the show where we were on a, um, uh, a site tour. And the room wasn't clean, right? It wasn't someone had been in a room and the sales manager did not check that room before she showed the room to us. And it's like 10 of us, 10 meeting planners going through a hotel with a salesperson, right? And I remember the sale, one of the, the people that I was with, one of the meeting planners said, is this room is this room occupied? And the sales manager said, no, it's not. We just set up some things in here. But it was obvious that one of the beds had been slept in. 
right? And, and you know, we just kind of, you know, I mean, you remember those things. So, I mean, those things, they can't happen, right? I mean, it's happened to me before, but it happened. So I did a video about that, right? So things that should not happen. I mean, you don't see the people for the most part. Uh, you don't see, I'm not mentioning the hotel, anything like that, but it's just a, it's just a, a video that I'm going to put out and I'm going to put some music to it. And it has to, I, I can't think of the music that I selected, but it had to do with, you know, being unorganized or something like that. It was like some song. It's funny how you can type a subject in a type, the subject yes. into that, and it'll come up with songs that may fit that description. Right. And I listened to all the songs and I said, okay, this one sounds good. And then I'll, I'll, I'll select that song. And sometimes it, sometimes I get like a thousand views or sometimes I may get, you know, less than a hundred, you know, it just depends. But then I say, okay, well, obviously the song didn't resonate or they didn't like the video. <laughs> so, so what, I, so what I'll do. <laughs> exactly. So what I'll do is I'll put it on another platform though. I'll just, you know, it may not do well, say on link on um, Instagram, but maybe it do better on LinkedIn. So I'll change it yeah. up and just use that same content, but just use it on a different platform. So, you know, you know, it, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, okay. Get, I got a couple more questions for you. So, but the show is about, like I said, we, we, we go anywhere we want to go on the show. So uh, we'll talk okay, about, okay. we'll talk about anything. Um, what about, okay. Hotels. Should they, should they, okay. If they went with um, ass suite, should they, should they, Guys, I can't even speak. Should they expect <laughs> increased bookings? Yes, yes, we do have, and we do have data to back this up. So it's not just a sales pitch here. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it does. When you combine a chatbot with, uh, especially with the booking engine, we are talking about online environments, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it, it it increased. I think when it's just uh, the booking engine, it's around two percent. And then when you when you, you know, when you combine with the chat box, you you almost you double more than double it, uh, and it's because it's simply because not simply because but one of the reasons is because uh, when you when you are trying to, to when you book a trip, it's not it's not like buying I don't know a notepad or a T-shirt you know it's a complex sales right mm -hmm. so you probably have some questions. And and today we don't have much time, although we have the question. So basically, like you try to talk, you know, I see a hotel. It's like a, you know, it's so easy. You just go, oh, this one, okay. Uh, and then you start checking it out, and then you're probably gonna have some questions, and then you're gonna try to contact the hotel. If the hotel doesn't answer you fast enough, especially if it's a simple question. Uh, you and you're not connected. You you have never been there. You know, it's not. It's your first time. You, you don't have much to, uh, yeah, you're not connected to the hotel. It, it's so easy to go to the next one. Mm -hmm. Why you would wait, I don't know, 10 hours for email with, with this. So it is a lot about the conversion. It's a lot about the the, the speed of the response, uh, which is one of the factors. Uh, it's about, you know, answering the questions at the right time. You know, the person that is there asking you, at that moment, she's very engaged. She wants to, she, you know, she's contacting you. Mm -hmm. So you should take advantage of that. So, yes, you can see we have we have a lot, and we have also uh, the raw uh, return of investment, the ROI. 
it's very high because people think chatbots and a lot of technology is not only chatbot, it's too expensive, uh, which is really not. And especially if you compare with the return of investment that you have. So that's one thing that I think a lot of hotels should, uh, many hotels do see how much I'm paying and don't see the return. Since the chatbot can track the bookings and stuff, it's so we it's like it's it, we have reports, so you can see you know you're spending you pay a monthly fee there, mm-hmm. and you're getting I don't know how ma- how much time of return of investment. So, so yeah, so we, so yes, we increase. You can expect <laughs> increase, especially in direct direct booking. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Very and good. Yeah. Very good. Now and now this is for every hotel, right? They can be, you know, economy yeah. hotel. They can be mid size or mid range. You know, three diamond to five diamond yeah. luxury hotels. It yeah. can be anybody. Yeah, the, they all get results. The, I think the, the the main difference will be not the results itself, but how you use it. Uh, if you are a small size hotel, uh, there are many many of our clients which are small size hotels. They can just use the chatbot by itself because you know since they don't have the people, that's why they are kind of hiring us. And then if you have like larger uh, hotels, they prefer to combine, which is which is something that we believe, the combination of the chatbot with the human, but then it requires a human to intervene when it when it can. So it's not about the results of they they all get the result. It's more about finding the way that best fits in your operation, how to you know, to use it the best way. Okay. Now, do you also, and, and because Debbie Vale is on here, I'm going to ask this question. And Debbie Vale says, um, what did she say? Nice try, LOL. Okay. And then she said, fun, good. Yeah. Politi- politics on LinkedIn, bad. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I, I don't like too many politics on any platform, but, um, yeah. but um, CVBs, Convention and Visitors Bureau or tourism boards like Debbie Vale in Pasadena is part of one. Do those organizations use AskSuite? Would that be something for them to use? Because, you know, to answer just basic questions or like a, like I said, the frequently asked questions or, and things like that, would that be something that uh, a hidden market for for AskSuite? Yeah. Uh, we are expanding. Like I said, we were very designed. We are designed for first for hotels. And and although it seems like it's easier to, to change, um to change the market or to change a little bit of the client. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that easy because our chatbot is really, really smart for hotels questions. Mm. So if you start talking to our chatbot about something else, it will be sorry, oops, I don't understand. So of course you have the whole, uh, the personalization of the chatbot that it's possible. Mm. And, and we encourage because hotels are different, of course, and maybe offer different things. Uh, but right now we are. Uh, it, it, I'm not gonna say no for this type of client because we are expanding. So now we have parks, for example. There are clients, and it's a diff- very different. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have like you're not gonna ask about animals <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and before I didn't have. So it it is possible. It's not a no, no, no. But it's not what we are focusing right now. Let's say let's put like this. Okay. No, I got you. So we, oh, sorry, we do, we do have like I'm thinking about other kind of uh, clients that we have upside hotels. Sorry, Russell. Uh, we do have also, uh, not only parks, but we have museums as well. 
if I'm not mistaken. And we were starting with casinos too, I think. Okay. So yeah, everything in the hospitality industry we are starting to 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 to, to yeah to to grasp, but it's it, it is a bit different. You have to understand that the chat body it will be good, but it's not it's still not as good, let's say, than for hotels right now because our experience and his intelligence it's very much focused right now on hotels. But we are working. We have a team. We have like. How many? Uh, over 30, if I'm not mistaken, engineers working. So okay. it's a lot that we invest in technology. We have even a, a team of natural language that helps also to speed up the process of understanding. So, yeah, technology, it's a... Uh, it's a word of possibilities. <laughs> yes, yes, that's good. That's good. I just since Debbie was on here, I wanted it. It just made me think about that. So, um, but no, that's good. That's good. I I, I completely understand. Now, um, gosh, there was one other question I was going to ask. What is a buyer persona? What is a buyer persona? Is the you know, people always talk about audience. I think it's a concept that people usually use more, especially if you're not from that, from, from not from marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's too broad, right? Audience can be like I don't know Americans, and well, inside of the group of Americans, you can have a whole bunch of different sub, subtypes, right? Mm-hmm. So a buyer persona would be like your ideal guest. Uh, it would be based on your ideal guest. In this case of the, of the hotel, I'm talking about hotel. Sorry, because I'm so uh, already focused on that. But uh, your ideal client, it's based on your ideal client, and you you not only see like demographic uh, data, but you try to really understand like the preferences. Uh, for example, I don't know, my buyer persona would be a general manager. He's the it's it's very specific. Like he's 47 years old, he likes to watch Netflix and his, and then you start building this with the information that you get mostly from your already clients. Mm-hmm. Then you have like conversation marketing should be aligned with, uh, with the clients all the time. And also with the people that visit your website or whatever, you can also get some, some kind of information from the digital world as well. But it is with talking with the clients that you will really understand their behavior, their preferences, and then you build your buyer persona. And, it, and business usually have more than one. It's mm-hmm. not just one type. So, yeah, it is, um, it's being more specific than just uh, my, my target audience. You know, target audience can be too, too broad for, for, for marketing efforts, at least. Yeah. No, I got you. No, I, I, I just, yeah, that, that, that's, I overheard, I think you're on a, I listened to one of your, um, um, you're having a podcast with someone. I can't remember who it was. And that came up and I said, I'm a, and that, that came up during your discussion. And I said, I mean, I knew okay. what it was, but I said, let me just ask her, you know, what is a buyer yeah. persona? Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to be a little, not commercial because it's cost zero, zero. But anyway, we did, we'd even made a ebook uh, about guests. We call it ideal guests in case of hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, to help hoteliers, because again, if you're not from marketing, you and you you, you don't know what it is, and yes. you don't understand the power of it. Mm-hmm. So we even go to com slash blog, and then go to ebooks, and then you'll find there if you're a hotelier and listening to this, and then we make like a checklist and stuff, like re- giving examples of what would how you could build your buyer persona or ideal guest. Yeah. 
I, I love that. I love that because part of part of all this stuff is education. Because I, I think that's the that's the key to to reaching more hoteliers about social media or or your particular product with S Suite, right? Because education is the key. People don't know what they don't know. They don't know most. And these people are in marketing. Okay. A lot of these people are in marketing. They call themselves directors of sales and marketing, uh, but they don't know what a buyer persona is, or they don't know what a persona is, or they don't know how, like you said, uh, it's, 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 it's more detailed than a, just a straight demographic. It's, it's being more personalized, right? Like, you know, buying habits and things like that. And that's where hotels should really go as far as what type of person are we looking to attract? Is it, you know, single males or single females that, that are, you know, or whatever. And they like, they drink wine, they do this. Well, you can track people. You can track people exactly what they're buying, how they're buying it. And you, when they check into your hotel, you can you can uh, personalize their stay based on what you know that they that they like, right? Like say I'm I'm you know whatever fifty year old male. Uh, I drink Silver Oak wine. Um, I stay in um, you know five star or five diamond hotels. Well, okay, these hotels know that, right? Or the wine companies know that. Why not start? And they can start sending you you know. Um, um, advertising or promotions based on that. Okay. Why would you send me, why would a hotel send me um, something on a courtyard if they know that I like the four seasons, you know what I mean? Or I'm I'm in that higher echelon of hotel. Well, if you took the time to do this, to to do your market research, you would know that, right? So it's more of a personalized experience. And I think that's where it's going. It hasn't got there yet. I think we're a little further behind and hotel industry has always been behind the eight ball. We're the last to, to embrace any kind of, you know, you know, high tech marketing or anything like this, but we are too traditional. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you know what, Russell, when I started with internet, because before I was, I only knew like Brazil market. Right. Mm -hmm. So I did have like this, idea that oh okay i'm gonna start international i'm gonna talk with the united states i'm gonna talk to united kingdom and hotels there are more advanced in a way but you know what a lot of problems and you know the tra- this traditional mindset it's everywhere which is kind of it impressed me at the beginning i was like oh okay that's <laughs> that, you know, I, thought, I thought that our strategy would be another one thing but yes. yeah that's again yeah. Yeah. But it, yes. It no. I, I've been dealing with this for a long time, Paula. Okay. I've been in the industry for a long time and it's always been, uh, we're like 10 years behind everyone else. So, well, I mean, what, it is what it is, but I mean, like I said, my job is to, is to enlighten people, yeah. educate, get people on here like yourself. Yeah. And I'm glad that you came on because you hit on a lot of different things that I didn't have the, I really wasn't going to ask those questions, but you brought, you just started talking about them, which led me to other questions. And that's, that's what you want. That's what you want from a guest, right? That's, and I, I appreciate Aww. that. I appreciate. I, I'm your favorite guest, Russell. Okay, you have to say this. It's recorded. Am I your favorite guest so far? Yeah, so far, yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you say that to No, have I said that before? Have you heard me say that before? No, you haven't. No, you listened no, to my shows before. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Oh, let me tell you about your show.
shows. I I miss your show on Instagram. I have to say hello to Cheryl if she's here listening somewhere. I don't know. I haven't seen you last. I think last week you you were not right. I miss that. <laughs> Show. I was we didn't I do it last week. Me. We didn't do it last week because we were both out of town. Uh-huh. This is funny. Funny you should mention Cheryl. We were both in the same city uh on Friday, but we didn't I didn't know she was there. She was at the airport the same oh. time I was at the same airport. But obviously she was at oh, a different no. terminal than I was at, but but yeah, we were in for a graduation but separate graduations at separate universities. So um but oh yeah. Yeah, so she was busy and I was busy so we couldn't uh we couldn't connect and do what the hell on on Friday. But hopefully this Friday we'll we'll reconvene and do it again. But I have one more question for you. Now, okay. Okay. A- Suite is uh it's international, right? So you have clients here in the states and any everywhere yeah, else, right? Yeah, we do. We will have over 2000 clients in more than 32 countries okay so yeah yeah we are dominating the world wow (laughs) do you have competition or are you the only one that's doing this do you have competition no we do we do have competition yeah but it's different competition in different markets okay uh we don't have one that is as strong as us here in south america and have presence uh outside brazil but if you go to europe then we have strong competition there and then you go to the United States you have another one that you know so it's it's different different market different competition we don't have we don't have one that it have the same market at us at the same time okay and that, wh- whoever competition you have they don't have a policy so Ah, thank right. you. Oh my god. No, no, I'm gonna record just this part and send to, to the CEO. <laughs> the key to success is a policy. So I don't care who your competition is, if they don't have a policy, it's not competition. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. It's not, not entirely true, but thank oh, you. Oh, I believe <laughs> it. I believe it. I've I've watched you for a while, right? Before we connected i you know i've kind of been watching you for a while and see the things that you're doing and and i i think you're doing a phenomenal job um keep doing your your posting and things like that regardless if you only get two people that are liking it continue to do that because you do have some value out there to give it's just it just takes time to you know for people to to see who you are or or get to know you, whatever, via social media. But I think if you could continue to do that, I think you will go far. Um, so continue that. Let's see. Uh, Charles Skiffer says, great information. Thank you so much, Mr. Charles Skiffer, for joining in. Lonnie Wolf says, great show, great information, great guest. Thanks, Russell. Today in hospitality, it, it is a must to think outside the box. Yes, I, I think so, too. And I think... You think outside the box as well as Ask Sweet thinks outside the box. So I think that's that's good for the industry because you're ahead of the game. You're not trying to catch up. You're basically ahead of the game. So it's just that hotels or hospitality organization, whatever, need to catch up, right? Because you're offering things that are of value. And because at the end of the day, it's about revenue, right, for hotels, right? Are they making revenue or are they losing revenue? Yeah. But as we all know in the hospitality industry, it is hard to make money if you're not hospitable and if you don't offer a good service. And good service today, it is online. You know, you have to match. I was talking to someone uh, last week in a podcast 
and uh, he was saying that too about matching the the experience that you provide at your hotel with your online experience and that's where many hotels still uh, still are lost i think yeah you can say it. Realized. You can say it. You can say it. They're still lost. Okay. <laughs> if you didn't hear it, she said they're still lost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russell. Yeah, but, but they are. But yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, we're at the end of the show. I want to thank you for coming on. But you have one last thing you want to say about either the, your podcast, um, uh, uh, Ask Week, whatever you want to say, you know, one last parting thing, but please feel free. Uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having, uh, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, you know, you know, I follow you cause I know you even in your lives on Instagram. So, you know, uh, and I, I, I'm a big fan of your work. So thanks so much for, for giving this opportunity. Uh, we do try at S Suite and myself, uh, to provide, like you're saying, education, uh, education to the industry. So we all, develop you know we we all grow together uh so we we try to make relevant at least i we, we really try to make as relevant content as possible so if you're working in a hotel or in the hospitality industry and you can check our blog you know slash blog and then you find different kinds of materials and we have the podcast which i'm very lucky to to be the host and to be involved with and and Russell, like Russell, have guests like Russell uh, at the podcast. So, this, uh, you know, we, we try to offer different content uh, formats to, you know, some people like podcasts, some people like videos. So we have webinars, some people like reading, we have blogs. So, yeah. And um, I don't know what else I could say. Well, I can say is that I really love what I do. I really do. Yes. I really love the industry. industry. I really love content marketing uh, itself as well. So on my Instagram that we were talking before, I try to do a little bit. I, I do, again, I, I tell people to to have a you know a, a target and be specific. And then in my own Instagram, it's a chaos because I talk about hospitality, <laughs> but I also talk about content marketing. <laughs> anyway, so but that's, that's okay. My, you know, my that's all yeah. right. <laughs> Just continue, continue yeah. to do what you do. Um, that's the thing. I mean, people get discouraged over some things like that. Right. And, they, and then they stop doing it. You know, well, I'm con- you think you're no, confusing people. It. Yeah. Just continue to do it. Just continue to do it. And you will fall right in line yeah, with yeah. where you're supposed to be. So, because I didn't always, yeah. you know, people weren't always following me. People weren't always, you know, um, you know, uh, excited about what I was posting or, or following me or liking it or whatever, but you know, you got to start somewhere. Just continue and it'll work out, but you're you're not gonna stop. So I, I can already see that. So no, 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 I won't. I won't. I won't because I, I I complain and say that oh my god, but I should do it. You know, I'm not gonna give up. And yeah, so if you if you listen to this or watching this, want to talk about hospitality or want to talk about content marketing itself, yeah, just reach out and I'll be happy to talk with you. Yeah. So yes. thanks, Russell. You are more than welcome. Thank you, Paula C. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody. That. that was you love that name, Paula C. Yeah, it is. I, I really do. I really do. I really feel like Madonna. <laughs> well, you're known as Paula C. From now on, okay. So, but I want to thank everybody for 
coming on and adding your comments or just listening. I do appreciate that. And Dylan Beaumont, Debbie Vale, Evelyn Lima, uh, Leandro Moss, um, Lonnie Wolf, of course. He's always in the house. I appreciate your comments, Lonnie. Robbie M., uh, she's with the Don't Look Under the Bed podcast, so check out her podcast as well. Juliana Riche, thank you so much. Hello to you. And let's see who is that it? Debbie Vale, I said already. Yeah, so thank everybody. Charles Skiffer, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate you guys coming on. Like I said, this is an interactive show. We're on every uh I'm on every excuse me every Tuesday at one o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Paula, when is your podcast? What give me the the time and the the, the days of your podcast? Uh, no, but the, but the pod, okay, the podcast sweet podcast we do we don't do it live we do recording okay and it we only do now once a month so it doesn't have like a specific date to okay. to launch you know like every Tuesday or whatever so. Uh, that's what we do. What I have, it's my, also that I invite you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I invite you to be my guest on my uh, Instagram lives when it's about, it's about content that I, I try to do <laughs> every Wednesday, but it depends a little bit. And yeah, and webinars that we do, we also do once a month. So it's not a weekly thing. Uh, so it's not But it's like on LinkedIn. Is it on LinkedIn that you post? Where do you post it? uh the webinars that sweet webinars and podcasts yes oh oh yeah follow us sweet please <laughs> i forgot that uh follow us sweet on linkedin please uh yeah do that and then you get all the updated and about my own uh the content then it's my on my instagram it's my name paula cajero not policy paula cajero then you will find it there there you go paula cajero <laughs> paula cajero there you go. That she said it. I say policy because I think that's cool. That's some street cred now. But her real name is Paula Cajedo. Okay, there you go. Her real name is Paula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been fun. This has been fun. But thank you so much for, you know, doing this again. Because like I said, we did do this before and it was a it was a technology tech. It was a technology disaster. Let's just put it like that. So it didn't work out well. But this one, no glitches at all. Thank you so much, YouTube and my internet connection. I appreciate that for lining up with us. And Paula, where are you located? Uh, okay, right now at this minute, I am, well, I am in Brazil all the, almost all the time. I'm in Rio de Janeiro right now Okay, with my parents. But I do live in South Brazil. So in a, in a city, in an island called Florianópolis, you should all Google it if you haven't been there. It's beautiful. Rio de Janeiro people usually know, so, but if you don't Google it anyway. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Florianópolis is where I, I'm, 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 I am most of the day, really. <laughs> all right. Very good. Very good. See, so it's all about the connection. We, we um, connected with each other on LinkedIn some months ago, and I've been on her, a guest on her show. Of course, she's a guest on on this show as well. And we've connected on Instagram before. I mean, so we do, we have this, this now a uh, social media relationship going on now. So we, we, we support each other, which is good. So, um, 
So, yeah, so that's what it's all about. So for people that are sleeping on social media, you know, for the, for the right things, doing it the right way, it's a, it's a good thing to do. Okay, so I know there's a bunch of BS that goes on on social media, but this is not about BS. This is about connecting. It's about growing your brand, growing your business. And, and that's one of the reasons why I do the show. So to bring you things that maybe you hadn't heard about before or maybe you're on the fence about using a, a chat bot or something like that. Well, now, you know, because you heard it from right from a content creator for Ass Suite Hotel Chatbot. So now you understand a little bit more about it. So uh, give Paula C a call or, or follow her on uh, LinkedIn as well as Instagram. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So you guys have a great week. Uh, thank you so much. It's it's Tuesday, meaning it's Taco Tuesday here. Do they have Taco Tuesday out there? I mean, see, that's an American thing, we right? Don't. <laughs> no, yeah, it's an American thing. We don't, but I... Uh, since I talk to so many Americans because of my job already, of course I know I know about. <laughs> so what do you guys have? What what days do you guys have out there? Like is the, like a big day? Let's go out and you know drink or eat certain. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to think. We don't have like a, a food associate with any. I, I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so the behavior that you guys do. So this is know. this is a total American yeah, thing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we have a Kaipirinha Friday, but it's, it's not really a anyway. <laughs> That is funny. Okay, so, all right. Well, it's Taco Tuesday here, so make sure uh, you guys go out and have some tacos. I'm going to have my vegan tacos like I normally do. I'm not sure what kind, but I'm going to make something up later today. So, But you guys have a great week. Thank you again, Paul. i see you on some social media platform, I'm sure, in the next Probably later on today, I'll see you. So, but you guys take care. Thanks again for being a guest and being so, you know, um, uh, willing to do it again. I do appreciate that. And I, I won't forget that. Oh, that's my pleasure, Russell. Thank you so much. You can always count on me. And muito obrigada, as we say in Portuguese. Very good. Thank you so much. <laughs> you guys take care. Thanks again. And have a great week. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success. Rather, become a person of great value.